What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Primetime Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to be covering my top five favorite video games of all time, but joining me will be my friend Dion. You guys might remember him from the PS1 N64 episode and the Xbox consoles episode, but he will be joining me here in just a few. But I just want to tell you guys about the sponsor of Primetime 21st Gaming, Catalyst Mints. Check them out through the link in the description below, Catalyst Mints. What's good, everybody? It's your homeboy, T-Pain. Let's take a look at some cool stuff. Here we go. Boom! Catalyst mints. You know what these are? Energy mints. Amazing. You didn't think I was going to say that, but they are. I'll tell you a little something about this. Vitamin B. Packed with it. Caffeine? Packed with it. You know what it's not packed with? Sugar. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. You don't want calories. There's no calories in this. It's amazing. It's for your long gaming sessions. After that weird date at Taco Bell. You don't want that. You want to be, you want to be energized. Pop a mint. Breath is good. And your energy is up. You know what's even cooler? You can either buy it like this, one pack, or you can buy the whole case. You can play Pulp Fiction with it. You can do a lot of stuff with this. So if you feel like getting arrested in the airport, then buy the whole case. <laughs> it's a briefcase full of pills. Take a choice. Put it in there like that, boom. Now you're on your way. Catalyst Mints is the energy mint. I'm gonna need you to come and take six of these. Pour them in your mouth, just open up the <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, let's get started with this episode of the Primetime Podcast. He is with me again for the third time since I've revamped the show. Uh, his name is Dion, and he, he did a couple episodes with me further back. Uh, we did the PlayStation 1 versus the Nintendo 64, and then we also did an Xbox consoles one. And uh, But he's back with me today. We're going to do the top our, our top five favorite video games of all time. So Dion, how are you, man? Good, good, man. It's been a while since... Uh... Since you had me on here, yeah, dude, it's it has been a while, and uh, you know, I'm glad to have you on. Um, I, I'll tell you right now, man. I I revamped the podcast. I've moved them all over to Google Podcasts now, and uh, even over on YouTube. Uh, YouTube mm -hmm. still to this day my number one uh, watched or listened to, I guess, podcast is the PlayStation One Nintendo sixty four. So everybody really enjoyed that one. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna it's we're gonna get it thing. going. Yeah, we're gonna get it going, man. Here, here's what. Before we get started, um, I actually listened back to that podcast this week, and uh, every time someone's on for the first time, I always ask them what's their favorite video game. Now, I'm not gonna have you. I don't want you to answer this, but in that <laughs> podcast, you told me Rocket League at that time was your number one game. Okay. Wow. Yes. Okay. You told me Rocket League was your number one game, so we're going to see how things have changed, or maybe they haven't by the end of this when you give us your top five. So, uh, also, you did say that your favorite gaming genre is sports games, and I know that hasn't changed. So, <laughs> no, that, that has not changed at all. Yeah. Um, well, we're going we're gonna to get like a, a best of both worlds in a way because you told me actually i'd say maybe a week or so ago that we're gonna have very different list because there was a lot of games that you didn't grow up playing that i did and you were more the sports guy yep so yep. so it'll be good only, yeah there, most of uh most of the stuff that i grew up with was uh was sports i mean there was a game here and there that uh uh, that was not sports, and I actually have a couple in my top five that aren't sports related. So, oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah. So, um, I'm looking forward to those. I know one of them. I know one of them. Heck, you probably <laughs> you probably know my entire list, but um, but anyway, I mean, my my thing is, uh, we just we just decided that we're gonna have a chill show. Uh, just do our top five. We're just going to alternate between each other. Uh, talk a little bit about a game. Maybe why we like it. Maybe a memory we have with it. And just go on from there. So, um, But I'm going to start off with my number five. Okay. And uh, my number five 
I am a huge uh, horror fan, and it, and it just it dates further back than video games. I loved horror movies as a kid, as weird as that is. I wasn't the kid that needed to be tucked in at night and had to have the closet checked and underneath the bed checked. And <laughs> I wasn't that kid. I just, um, I loved horror movies. I could literally watch a horror movie and go right to bed. And I read something actually on Twitter the other day. It's like, if you can watch a, a disturbing horror movie and go right to bed, you're probably a psycho. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear that, man. <laughs> I am not a psycho. But anyway, my number five is a horror game, and it's uh, Dino Crisis for PlayStation 1. Now, okay. this game, uh, I grew up with this game. Um, I don't remember how I got it. I don't remember going to the store and getting it. Um, but I had this game... And it was created by the uh, the creators of Resident Evil, uh, Cap over at Capcom, and it's basically Resident Evil with dinosaurs. Like you completely sub out the zombies, put in dinosaurs. And I and I remember when I first played the game, I was like, "How scary can this be? Like it's 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 dinosaurs, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's basically Jurassic Park." And, um. When you actually get into the game, and it doesn't take long, you're out like on this island, you're you're investigating. I won't ruin it in case some of you all uh, haven't played the game and would like to pick it up somewhere and try it. Because you can actually, you can get it for the PlayStation 1, obviously, you can get it for the Dreamcast. Um, I think the PlayStation Store has it if you have like a PS3. They never ported those, or put over those PS1 games to the PS4. They should have, but they never did. But anyway, um... Yeah, it's isn't just, there rumor that there's going to be a remake? Isn't there rumor there, out for there it? There is rumor, and I and I honestly thought that we were going to hear about it at E3 this year because everyone hyped it up. Either, either, either that or, or another Resident Evil or, or something. Something was coming from Capcom, and we got nothing. Absolutely oh. nothing. But um, I didn't know that. But yeah, it, the game though is scary. It is uh, super terrifying. Uh, you, you're out on an island, you're investigating this, like, facility. Well, when you get there, there's lots of blood where something had been drug across the concrete outside. There's ripped open, the fence is ripped open. The, uh, you can hear the, the, the sounds of the ocean. It's, it's just quiet. And, uh, it, it's very eerie. The atmosphere is, and, uh, there's plenty of jump scares. But it is a very good survival horror game, and it, gets into my top five at number five so definitely recommend that so let's hear it man what do you got number All five right. well my number five goes back to the original xbox um i, I like i said uh i think it uh was probably one of the first games that i've ever played multiplayer and i actually think that it was probably one of the first ones that were multiplayer um, that were out uh, at that time because I knew that multiplayer. I knew that multiplayer was a new thing. Mm -hmm. um, but um, Halo Two, uh, oh, okay. I love the uh, I love the multiplayer, and I think the the one reason why it was on there is on my top five is because of the multiplayer. It was so good. the The sniping was so much fun um, on that game. I love playing the sniping, and then also the swords. Everybody loves swords. Um, yeah, but yeah, Halo Two. I would I would say, uh, it, well, I wouldn't say it is my in my top five at number five. Um, I just love the game. I, I like the Halo series um, up to really up to the third one. Um, I think anything really anything after the third one, um, I'm not too much of a fan of. But uh, but yeah, well, Halo Halo well, Two. If I'm if I remember right, I think that game's a 2004 game, um, the second Halo, mm -hmm. and I I have played the first and third one. Okay. But believe it or not, I own the second, but I have never played the second. Um, you have the second, but you've never played it. I have the second, but I have never played it. Um, I recently had seen online like people trashing the first game and like comments like that I have seen are people saying Halo is just a first person shooter in a hallway. That's what they say. Huh. And 
And I'm like, okay, if that's the case, then how did how did this game become as big as it is? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, how I did this franchise? Any... Right. I mean, dude, think about it. Okay, yeah, you have all your Nintendo uh, franchises: your Mario's, your Metroid, your Zelda's. You know, your your Pokemon. You've got you know your Nintendo is known for their characters, and then over with Microsoft, you know, you've got Master Chief. And yeah, exactly. I just feel That's like one of your biggest ones. Yes, it is one of the top ones. If if you show someone the helmet, they know who that is. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or if, and if they don't know that his name's Master Chief, someone says, "Oh, that's Halo." You know, yeah, they exactly. know. They know it's that not iconic. Yes, exactly. So, I am surprised though to see you go in it too. I remember back on our Xbox uh uh console uh podcast that we had said uh or you had said that you grew up, you know, really loving the the Halo series, and um, so yeah, enters in at your number five, and it is a 2004 game. I did just check, and uh, oh, okay, I've been meaning to to get the the Master Chief Collection, and we should, if I get it, man, we should definitely play sometime. Oh yeah, because I have it, and and like I like uh, I wish that uh, Halo Two, you could still go back on the original Xbox and play it online. It'd be so nice yeah. if you could. And like well, I know, it is on the the Master Chief Collection, and you can play online with it, but it's not the same, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing: you got to make it as early two thousands as possible. Okay. Oh yeah. So, yeah. What you want to do is you need to go get you one of those Xbox Duke controllers for the Xbox One. <laughs> all right, I do and need we, to. I do need to. And we can hook those bad boys up, and it's 2004 all over again. But oh, um, yeah. but no. So that's your number five. Uh, definitely catching me off there. I did not. I did not expect that. But we're gonna move on. We're heading to our number four. So my number four, um, if you know me, is a little bit um, pretty. I don't know. You could place a bet on it that it was definitely in my top five. Probably. Some might think that it may have been in my top three, but my number four is Resident Evil 1, the remake. Now, this game initially released for the Nintendo GameCube back in 2002, and uh, since then we've gotten an HD remaster of it, which is absolutely gorgeous. Um, but it's very similar to the original 1996 game, just polished. And honestly, I could have put the original 1996 game here, but why not put the remake in? It, it looks absolutely gorgeous. But um, same game, like I said, it's just polished. And as I mentioned earlier, I always loved horror movies growing up. And when I first played Resident Evil, uh, it was the fact that I could control the actions of a horror story instead of just watching them. That was amazing to me. Like That's why I love survival horror games, because you basically have to build up the courage... And the, the strength to, like, I always use this. I say, in a horror movie, if you hear a sound in the basement, no matter what, they're going down in the basement. You can cover your eyes up, though. You don't have to watch it. But if you're playing a horror video game and you hear a noise in the basement, you can stand outside the door and be terrified. Or if you want, the only way to advance the game is you have to control that character and go down and see what it is. But, I mean, I, I don't know, that's really what has always brought me to survival horror games. I, I've always liked, you know, these games and everything. And, and it, the, the game looks great. The music sets the mood with the occasional booming of thunder outside the mansion. Um, I also like that when you're inside the mansion, even though it's huge, you still feel very claustrophobic. You can actually get this game on any of the platforms today like it's on xbox one you can get it on ps4 it's even on nintendo switch and i definitely recommend for somebody who maybe does not know the original roots of the resident evil franchise to definitely check out this game it's a masterpiece in my opinion but with that being said what do you got at your number four my number four this game uh the initial release was july 9th 2013 you any guesses? I'm God. I I, I want to say that it's uh, I want to say it's Rocket League. No, it is but not. But Rocket, Rocket League's League. been out since what? Fifteen? I think something like that. I'm not sure. Um, it's been uh, it's two, been around for a while. Two thousand 
13. You are okay, right. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold 15. on. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I, I think I know now. You think you know? Yeah, it's definitely a sports game. <laughs> it is, it's definitely a sports game. All right, the sports it games is. are making the top five. I'm going to say it's... Here it is. Um... Okay, go ahead. NCAA yep. football 2014. <laughs> Good game. And the only reason Good why game. I, it, it's a phenomenal game. Um, the the reason why I like I've I fell in love with it, and what sucks is I could also talk about NCAA basketball 2010 because it was the last one made. Mm-hmm. The reason why I love these games, especially NCAA um, football 14, we we did it all the time and. My favorite thing about it is being able to do the dynasty online with friends, but yeah. then also you can you can make the um, you know the make it where we had to start with a, a one star school team as an offense coordinator or a defensive coordinator, and then you get job offers. That's that's my favorite thing. If there's a sports game that has that in it, I'm all for it, and I love it. Well, I, I love the. It's not just your your regular playthrough this many games, see if you make the, no. the, the championship, see if you win the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know where you ever got the idea to start as a one-star team and, and build up from there as an offensive uh-huh. coordinator or whatever. Um, but that stuff is genius. Like, it, it is. is so, it's so fun, dude. You introduced mm-hmm. that to me a long time ago, and... Um, Man, that is—it's just a blast, dude. You're you're sitting there, you're like, and then it makes it makes it even better. Like, okay, you're like, okay, I've done good this year. I've won nine games. Um, you know, let's see who's gonna offer me a job. And it can be disappointing. You might not get oh a, a good you know offer, but just the fact that you know, well, wasn't, anybody wasn't could offer you. It, wasn't it you the last one that we we played in? Who who? Who were you with? Was it like Texas Tech or something or Oklahoma State well, I was, or something where I was with You were the offensive um, coordinator. Yes. Yeah, I was I was at A and M. Yes, and uh, I'm sorry. And it was Texas team. I was I was there for two years and we won back to back uh championships. BCS mm-hmm. championship. And and the uh I, I don't know like, left. The head coach he ended up leaving. And I'm like, oh, I'm in. They're going to offer me the head coach position. They're going to offer me that head coach position, and I'm going to, I'm going to take it. I like it here. I, I got great players here, and they hired somebody else over me. They wanted to just leave me at offensive coordinator, so I booted. I left them. I went right to Louisville, exactly. man. Head coach. Yep, head coach of Louisville. Head coach of Louisville, but yeah, man, it's it's unfortunate. But so much fun. Yeah, it's unfortunate. This was the last one. Uh, that we have gotten, you know, uh, 14. However, there are people who still to this day uh, upload those rosters, and I don't know how they all. I don't know how they do it and do it so quickly, unless it's the only thing that they do. Because I've tried mm-hmm. it with 32 NFL teams, and it is straight up brutal. It is just brutal. The same thing over and over and over, and. Uh, but I mean, that's the closest thing we're gonna get, unfortunately. But man, one yeah. day I can I can feel that these games will make a return, and I hope they do. I mean, you know, they're missing out on a lot of money with with it, and you know, they could dish out, especially now with everything. Like they could they could dish out the money to pay, you know, the likeness, you know, set a certain like standard rate of paying these people, and just pay them because. You know that people are going to dish out the money, and like also, you know, I know, I know that I think both you and I agree on ultimate team stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's old. Uh, you know, I'm done with it. It is, but you know, just imagine <clears throat> if they did that in NCAA football. Like you can bring back like you know your Deion Sanders or you know Peyton Manning for Tennessee and an ultimate team and all that kind of stuff. Like as your oh. icons. And oh, like, dude. could you imagine how much money people are going to throw out at them? Oh man, just the, just the fact that yeah, like you said, let's say, um, I don't know, Deion Sanders for example, 
Um, being able to use him at Florida State or uh, Tom Brady at Michigan or, you know, just these these guys who, who went to the NFL became superstars and being able to play them, you know, I, I love that kind of stuff, especially like, and I said this before, I don't know if I said it on a podcast or on a live stream, but uh, NBA 2K, I love the old teams, man. I love it. Um, they oh, try yeah, their best so to make it look, yeah, dude. And it's, there's so much to do. Um, you know, you can, you can make a, create a, a court, you can make your own basketball court and stuff like that. And, and I think, unfortunately with the timing of NCAA, um, you know, happened to shut down their, you know, their games and stuff. What what else could we have seen? Can you imagine, dude, the playoffs, the college football playoffs in the game? Oh man, it'd be awesome. That would I think be it awesome. would be. It it would be awesome, and it's it is a good game. Uh, I don't believe it's the end of it, though. I don't believe it. I hope not. I hope not. So, so. all right, man. Those are number fours. Number fours are down. We're down to the yep. top three. Okay, now let me just say this: this is harder than I thought it would be. Um, oh, same here. It took me when a while. I first, yeah, when I first came to you with the idea of this, I was like, "Oh, that's that's just a pretty simple. Let's talk for you know a while and make make a podcast and make it pretty simple. You know, no no specific topic. You know." Uh, and then I started writing down my top five games, and then when I got to my my three, I was like, "Oh God," you know. I was mm -hmm. like, "I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know. Should I put this one above? You know." We'll get to it. But my number three is The Legend of Zelda for NES, originally released in 1986. Um, this game is it's iconic, and uh, it still to this day, game developers look back at this game, and they try to capture the magic that it had. Uh, it, was it was a revolutionary game. It, it really was. And, oh, yeah. and fi like finding little things throughout the game, like... Um, like the flute or the letter, you had no direction. You just had to figure it out for yourself. It was an adventure where you you took the flute or the letter and you had to figure out where it went, how to use it, and what did it just open. And you had to basically do it on your own. You know, strategy guides weren't really a thing. Um, <laughs> it did come with a map, but the map didn't tell you where to go. You know, you just no, basically it just followed you it yourself. Map. And, uh, you know, nothing had been done like this before. Like the, the Atari 2600, you basically had to make up your own stories and adventures. Because um, all you had was a couple things on the screen. And, you know, this game, you're actually, it starts you out in Hyrule. Uh, you have a cave. The first thing you do, go down the cave, grab the sword, and good luck. Go, go off and do whatever you got to do and however you got to do it. And... I played the heck out of this game when I was a kid. I was never very good at it. It's a it's a challenging game for NES, um, especially in the beginning because they only start you out with three hearts, and this game can gut you. It really can uh, if you're not <laughs> familiar with it. But overall, a classic and one of my top uh, franchises, my top favorite franchise, and it's still running stronger than ever today. And um, I just love it, man. I, I'm like I said, this came out in '86, uh, a few mm -hmm. years before um, I was born. I think. God, I'm gonna try to do quick math. Six years, I think. Yes. Um, or so, six or seven. But anyway, I'm not good at math. Um, it was. I, I just. Looking at the box, the, it's a gold box, and you have an, like a little square cut out where you could see the cartridge through the box uh, on the shield, and you could see it that it's a gold cartridge. And like, I can't imagine being a kid uh, right when this game released and the NES was red hot, and and seeing that gold cartridge, like, and just thinking, man, I gotta have that game. Like that game's gotta be special. And uh, you know, I wonder if Nintendo thought that. It really would be as special as it is today. So, but yes, that is my number three, The Legend of Zelda. And uh, what do you got at three, man? So, number three, we're going all the way back 19 years ago Ooh, in 2000. Okay. okay. Well, that's disgusting when you say it like that. 
oh, I know, 19 years ago, <laughs> man, that's terrible. Like, I can't believe that. Like, it makes it makes me feel old, even though we're really not that old. Uh, so 19, <laughs> 19 years ago, uh, the, you know, it was a uh, sequel to two really good games, but it is uh, Pokemon Crystal. It came right after um, Pokemon Gold and Silver. Um, it had a, it combined them both kind of. Um, one of the the, the storyline is just fantastic. I, I I put a lot of hours into it, um, and I actually ha had a hard time because I almost put um, Pokemon Yellow in my top five almost almost. Yeah. Um, you know because everybody loves Pikachu. But there was just something about Crystal. I loved it. I've actually played through Crystal. I couldn't tell you how many times. It's in at least the double digits that I've played through Crystal. Um, and that was when I, back when I had it. I actually lost it. Um, I had my, my cousin's stepbrother actually stole all of my Game Boy Color and Game Boy, regular Game Boy games. Um, he stole them and sold them. What a punk. And so... Yeah, I had at that point in time I had all of them. I had blue, red, yellow, gold, silver, crystal. I had them all at that point in time. But yeah, he stole them, sold them. So um, I if actually he, if he I had a at, if he had a Twitter, we would we would send a troll army to attack him. Oh yes, but. we would. And I don't <laughs> I don't care. know if he does or not. You know, but uh, but I'm actually having a hard time. Um, finding it right now. Like, I don't want to pay an arm and a leg. I don't want to pay, like, 50 bucks for it. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking for it, but I, I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to pay an arm and a leg. Um, I started, I've actually started collecting everything Pokemon again. So, like, I do have those first first ones I said, you know, yellow, red, blue, um, gold, silver. I actually have the um, Japanese version red in box. Um, and then I have, like, Sapphire and Leaf Green, and then I have a whole bunch of the DS games. Um, so, like, I'm building up the collection. I plan on collecting them all, kind of, like, catching them all, you know? Yeah. Oh, ho, 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 ho. But, uh -oh. no, uh, but, yeah, my, my number, uh, my number three is Pokemon Crystal. Nice, yeah, and like you said, you, you have been looking for it, and, uh... Maybe maybe one day when you when you do decide to pick it up or or get it for a good price, um, I will I will give an update on whatever podcast I'm doing. I'll say, guess what? Yes, guys? he, he got, got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, you said that you 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 thought about putting yellow in there. Um, mm -hmm. I know this is a top five, but would you would would you say your yellow would be in the top ten for sure? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, top ten. Um, you know, it it definitely for sure is in top ten. Yeah. See, I, I I had to think of that too. There was, um, I'm gonna do a spoiler right here. Um, the Resident Evil Two remake is not in my top five, but it's definitely in my top ten. The most recent game that came oh. out this year. Um, mm -hmm. it's in my top ten, but it couldn't it it didn't crack my top five, but. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this is a top five list, and now we are down to two. Alright, so my number two is Tomb Raider for PlayStation 1, released in 1996. Now, I've always had a fascination uh, with Tomb Raider, and no, it's not because of her big breast. Um, oh, those pointy things. <laughs> I... I I don't, and I try like to not let nostalgia take over my top five. Like I actually want to go by what I thought was a good game, not what I remember to be a good game. And um, so, what I I have played this game recently, uh, completely through on my channel. I'd say maybe a year ago or a year and a half ago, and playing it through again uh, just made me remember like how great I thought this game was, and that I I think it is. I mean. It basically mm -hmm. took everything that I loved with The Legend of Zelda and brought it into a 3D world. Um, yeah. You know, you and I have had this talk before that back in that original PlayStation 1 era, we looked at these games and thought, man, they're never going to get any better than this. You know, and even the PS2, 
you go back to the PS2 games, we're like, man, how are they ever going to top this? And of course they have. The new Tomb Raider games are beautiful. So I lost an entire summer to this game. Like when I was a kid, I remember sitting um, in my little bedroom at my parents' house because um, <laughs> my sister had to have the big bedroom. Um, she would she would later give me the bigger bedroom, but anyway. yeah, I was gonna say, didn't she give you the yeah. bigger one later? Yeah, later she would. But when I was when I was really little, um, I can remember playing this. Oh my god, for so many hours. Um, and I mean, it's it's basically an adventure game. But let me tell you, it's it's got some survival horror to it. There are jump scares uh, out the wazoo here, man. I'm, I'm talking, you know, this isn't Resident Evil where it's only zombies and dogs that are jumping out. We've got bears, wolves, lions, gorillas, <laughs> winged demons um, oh my coming after you. And, and these are, like, literally running around a corner and trying to give you a heart attack stuff. And, um... But I did. I grew up with this game. My uncle introduced this game to me. Um, Laura Croft was a tough lady. And I never grew up watching Indiana Jones, but I did grow up enjoying the female version of Indiana Jones. There um, it is. <laughs> the, the the third level is called The Lost Valley. And it still amazes me uh, to this day as it did when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, the original Tomb Raider, I, you know, if, if you're able to understand that those graphics were in at the time 1996 and realize that it is 1996 that for that time they looked incredible um you know it i definitely recommend playing this game it's not easy by any means uh the jumping and and uh it, it can one wrong step a long fall to laura croft's death so um, but it is such a great game, and it is my number two, and uh, I do love the original Tomb Raider. So, all right, man, what do you got, number two? Well, here, I'm just going to – see, this is this is where we are, like, how I was telling you how we're, like, completely different is, like, you – I've actually never played any of the Tomb Raider games, not even the oh first one. Oh, my God. Oh, dear I'm probably going to get so many haters off of whoever listens to this or off of your channel – I've never played it, and I've never played the original Zelda. Uh, really, the only um, the only Zelda I, I think I've played is Majora's Mask. Oh um, wow! I think See, that I didn't is even know only, that. I I only played it for a short period of time. Um, I got so far, and then just I actually borrowed it from my cousin, and mm -hmm. then he wanted it back. So I only got to play a little bit of it. So. Um, but yeah, I've actually not been able. I've I've not played either one of them really. And like I've talked to you about trying to get um, um, Breath of the Wild, and, and I think I might pick yeah. it up at some point. So number two, we've actually already talked about it. Um, it's just a fun arcade game. Uh, it's Rocket League. Um, I mean, you know how big of a fan I was of it, and I was. I actually got upset with you and and PP that one day because I wanted to play in that tournament. You guys kind of well, you didn't, but he did. He yeah. kind of left me high and dry. He left well, us we high had to and have dry. Three people, and, didn't we? Yeah, we had to have three people. Where it was a forfeit, and I was I was really mad at him for that because I really wanted to play because it's just so it's so much fun. Like who thought that using little RC cars and playing soccer would be so much fun? And it's such a big game. It's still a big game today. Like, I know a lot of people play it. And like you said, it, it came out in 2015, which I am yeah. i can't believe it was that long ago that it came out. Like, it it doesn't feel like that old of a game. But I, I love it. Um, I actually haven't played it in a while. I need to – I might have to uh, jump back in and play some more. And it, it's just fun. Like, you, you pick it up. And it's one of those games. And, like, yeah, there's a couple times that – like especially whenever we were trying to do do that tournament, but Rocket League's one of those games that I can jump in. You play right away. You can play right away. No wait time, you know. And then, um, like I don't care if I win or lose. It's just it's that fun to me. And you know how competitive I am. And. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I always want to win, but that is actually one game I can play online and not get mad if I lose because I just enjoy it that much. 
Well, Rocket League is so impressive that it was an indie game, a small indie game that blew up. And it did. Um, it blew up. And and believe it or not, before we had Fortnite and all that stuff come in and take over the gaming world, um, Rocket League was constantly a number one on Twitch straight for Twitch streamers. And, um, and and I mean, yeah, of course, Minecraft's up there too, but um you know rocket league it's just crazy to think man and it is it is so fun like when you actually sit down to play the game um i do they have got this new mode in there i'm not sure if you've tried it yet but i saw it the other day where the ball actually hooks onto your car and you can like sling it yes yes yeah Uh, yeah i've seen that kind of like a lacrosse style like where you catch the ball and sling the ball you know what i'm talking about yeah, and oh yeah. It, it it's just it looks fun. And I remember when Drop Shot came out, we had a blast with that. Um We did. We had fun with Drop Shot. So they're they're constantly adding content to the game, which is always great and uh, you know, it, it is a very and fun then, game. And to me they're not doing it too fast or too slow. Like, you know, we've talked about Fortnite. Like we we feel like Fortnite which forever. I'm not a fan. It like it's like the same map over and over again, and yes. and those kind of things. I don't even know if there is a new map or anything like that because I I have not played it. I, I played it when it first came out a little bit. I played yeah. it for maybe be maybe a max two hours, and that was it. And See, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I have not played it either. I've played it for maybe an hour and a half at that, maybe two hours. Um, but the. From what I from what I understand is no, there has not been an, another map added. Um, what they've done is they've they've done things to like I think one season they had like a a meteor fall out of space or something and and hit the the map and it put a huge like crater or whatever in the map. Oh, okay, okay. Um, that was a change that they did to the map, but it wasn't like a brand new map. And, uh, I don't know, like, I'm, yes, Rocket League has different skins for their cars and, and different wheels and different stuff like that, but, you know, it's like the different, there for a while when they, when they come up with the, with the different arenas, um, they tested them out there for a little bit. There's that one that we absolutely cannot stand with the with the, sh- the with shoulders the, or the whatever. Lip. Yeah, the shoulder or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, they, I just you're right though. They're not doing it too fast. They're not doing it too slow. They're doing it just right. And if you do it just mm-hmm. right, like they are, your game could last so long. You know, yeah. I mean, will they ever make a Rocket League two? Possibly. Yeah. I doubt it, though. But look what they're doing. Look what they're doing with GTA Five. That game is GTA. how old? Oh, I know, and people still love it. It's one of the most streamed, still on Twitch and YouTube. Yes, or YouTube at least. Like it's one of the highest streamed ones, and like they just keep adding stuff. And yeah, yep. yeah. yeah, and and that's the thing. If you if you spread it out enough. To where you're not nickel and diamond people for money. For example, okay, you know what? I'll just I'm gonna throw the Sims under the bus. Okay. No. <laughs> My wife loves the Sims, and the the newer Sims. I want to think it's Sims Four. Um, the game it was fifty nine ninety nine. Okay, like a, a video, a regular game. So when it came to the Xbox One. Um, she's not a computer gamer, so it was out on PC first, but she didn't play it there. So, come out on console, she bought it, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know how long it took, but she told me the other day, she's like, hey, there's DLC uh, for The Sims. She's like, I'd like to get the one with the pets. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me check it out for you, you know, maybe we'll we'll get it for you. So, we go on there to get it and check it out. Do you know how much the pets add-on is? For the Sims oh, probably, 4. But it's probably, what, 40 bucks? 40 bucks. You nailed it. Oh, my gosh. You're almost Are paying you the game again. You're yeah. almost buying the game again. That's and, ridiculous. And she was like, yeah, forget that. You know, I mean, dude, what would it hurt to just make it, like, $5? Yeah. 
Yeah, you know. maybe even Heck, 10, even nine ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, man, forty bucks. Forty bucks, man. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Freaking EA. But uh, of course, it's an EA game. Yeah. <laughs> so, but all right, we're uh, we're heading in here, man. To our number one. So I'm going to do a quick recap. So make sure you got your list ready before you give out your number one. You can recap your games. Um, so at number five, I had Dino Crisis. Number four, the Resident Evil 1 remake. Number three, The Legend of Zelda uh, for NES. Number two, the original Tomb Raider. And here we go with my number one, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. PlayStation 1, 1999. Wow. Now, this, I love this game. Uh, I, I've known, honestly, my top three, I, I've known what my top three were. It, that was not the issue. It was putting them in an order, though. And when I go back to it, I just, I have to I have, to have this one at number one. I have to. Um, I just act, actually played it not too long ago. I played it from start to finish on Twitch uh, earlier this year. And... I had just got a new game chair at the time. Uh, Dion has the same chair, just a different yeah, color. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was super relaxed. And at no commentary, I just decided to chill out. I reclined my, my chair and played this game from start to finish. Uh, it took me about, I want to say, three hours. It was a, I think it was a, a snowy day out. So it was back towards the end of winter. And uh, I just relaxed, man. I had a blanket chilling in here in my game room uh and i played this game from start to finish and i love it as much as i loved it when i was a kid and i have a story like i said i'm sorry if someone is hearing this story again uh <laughs> you know i can't remember when i've told it how many times i've told it but i know i've told the story uh however this is the scariest resident evil in my opinion uh the resident evil 2 remake is scary but this game introduced nemesis now, Nemesis stalks you the entire game, and he could be around any corner, and he he isn't easy to take down. Uh, it does no good to shoot him because he always comes back. You just gotta run. Unless you have to fight him. Unless it's a boss battle, then you have to fight him. But he, he, he just appears, dude, at random times throughout this game. And, and you just gotta be on your toes. Do not play this game with the volume down, because you can hear him coming. Um... <laughs> So, the game starts off fast. It takes place just a few months after the events of the first Resident Evil. And you sit through this epic cutscene. And without any time to think, the game starts you off fending off zombies. Um, it, it's such a, a great game. The, the weapons that you're, you're able to have. The, the freaking machine gun. It, the sound it makes. And, and with the controller vibrating at the same time that this you know the machine gun is unloading on these zombies. It's... It's, it's incredible, but um, I did play this for PlayStation 1. I do, however, prefer nowadays to play it on the GameCube. Um, but the, the funny thing is, I said Dino Crisis was number 5, and my Dino, Dino Crisis introduced me to this game because on the Dino Crisis game, it came with a demo of Resident Evil 3. So I got to play the demo... And then I was like, oh my gosh, this game looks scary and, and fun. I gotta, I gotta find this out sometime. Well, I did. And uh, one day, me and my uncle and, and cousin were playing this game pretty, pretty late or early, I guess, at like 2 in the morning. And you, you run from Nemesis into the police station. You lock the doors. He's banging on the doors trying to get in. He eventually gives up or he knocks himself out, one of the two, trying to run through the doors. So he doesn't get in, and we explored that police station for, my God, probably an hour. And uh, you hear this noise downstairs, like a, like glass breaking. You're like, what the heck? So then, eventually, you walk down the steps, and right at the bottom of the steps is a glass, or it's just like a, a window, just chilling there. And all of a sudden, you walk by that window, Nemesis comes crashing through it. Last second, like, it, it, it terrifies you, so you have to, like, try to... Uh, you know, regroup and book it because he he doesn't walk; he chases you, and it is super terrifying. And 
and uh, one of the main reasons I love this game is is for the scare, and this is it's exactly what it has. It has the scare factor to it, and uh, so Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. It is my all-time favorite video game. I still find myself this day getting, you know, just talking about it right now. I'm like, man, I need to pop this game in and play it, you know. Hey, you're um, ready to play. Yeah, I'm ready to play. Ready to play. And I when I was when I was younger and I tried to like actually sit down to play through this whole game, I didn't do it very smart. I tried to shoot every single zombie that got in my path and I ended up getting close to the end of the game but ran out of bullets. And that's just the thing, like and if that happens and there's nowhere to find bullets, you got to start the game over, or at least go back. Um Oh wow. Because you know, you have to you have to preserve bullets and and I didn't do that. And sometimes it's just best to run and not shoot them because you're going to need that ammo later. But it is yeah. such a great game, such a great game and and I do hope that uh we see the remake of it very soon. Um I know they're going to do it. It's going to happen with the success of the Resident Evil 2 remake. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Everyone was talking about the Dino Crisis remake, as you mentioned earlier, and uh-huh. uh, I think it'll happen too, but with with Dino Crisis being my fifth favorite game and this being my number one, I, I gotta see Resident Evil 3 first, in my opinion, so. See, and then, once again, uh, I've only played one Resident Evil game all the way through, and you know which one that one is. Oh, it's the worst man. one of all. It it's is. the only one I've ever played. There was I one day five. I had it I had it. I had it for Wii, because um, it came with. I guess it came with the Xbox. I mean, not the Xbox. It came with the Wii when we got it. And uh, yeah, I, I sat down one day and decided I'd play through it, and I did. And you tell me it's the worst one, so I need to. I need to check out some of these games that you. Uh, well, that it, you tell like, me like about. I said. In my review of 5 that I did on my channel, that's a cheap plug, by the way. You can go check out my review of Resident Evil 5 over there. Um, <laughs> Primetime 21st Gaming, by the way. Um, no, my in my review of that game, I said, like, it's not that it's a bad game. It just should not have the name Resident Evil. It, to me, is like a Gears of War knockoff. And, uh, you know, if it had a different title to it, I, I think I'd be okay with it, but when you slap that name Resident Evil on it, I expect what I grew up with. I'm expecting yeah. the the horror side of it, and that game did not scare me at all. Like I said, it takes place in day, like in the daytime. Yeah, it's all daytime, yep. It is all daytime. I'm, I'm like, what the heck? Like, how is that supposed to scare me? People are afraid of the dark, not of the sun, unless you're a vampire, but I'm not yeah. a vampire. <laughs> exactly. Anyway... So, man, let's hear your recap from 5 to 2 and give us your number 1. Okay, so 5 was Halo 2, 4 was NCAA Football 14, uh, 3 was Pokemon Crystal, and 2 was Rocket League. Now, number 1, this might be a letdown, and maybe even to you, um, because it's it's really not just one game. Um, but it's FIFA. I, I love the series. I yeah. I I started playing FIFA from uh, 2010. Um, I was actually trying to look. There was a couple years that I did not play. I think I didn't play 11 or 12. But I've played 13 on. I've had every single one since 13 on. Um, but FIFA. I, I love FIFA and uh, I, I love the career mode. Um. I have recently got into Ultimate Team, but it's on no level like people that can play 24-7. Um, mm-hmm. I do not have the best players, which suck, because uh, I do work and have a life outside of video yep. games. Um, but uh, I would say I, 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 I say FIFA, because I, I spend the most time on a system, a console. The game that I play the most is FIFA. Um, I can only imagine how many hours I have on FIFA 19. Um, but I would say like to, to give you an example, two of my favorites, um, I would have to say FIFA world cup, South Africa, 2010. That's Mm -hmm. actually where like, it really got started for me. 
Um, and that was just a really good game. Um, I loved the features of it. Um, the graphics were even really good for 2010. Um, and it, it was just a really good game. I had it for Xbox 360. Um, and then the other one, and I agree with a lot of people out there, a lot of people say that FIFA 14 is one of the best ones. And I would have to agree, it was a really, really good game. Um, 15 was a real letdown compared to 14. But um, yeah, my number one's FIFA. I, I spend a lot of time playing it, and I just enjoy it, um, especially like the career mode. So, you know, like I touched base on NCAA football um, 14, where we started with a one star. Well, one of the things I like to do is go and so each each country, except for a couple of them, have different divisions. Well, usually what I do is I go to England because they have like a fifth division and you can take mm -hmm. a team there. I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but there's um, promotion and relegation and that's how they do things there. And uh, so what I do is I will take a team from the lowest division and I will try to build them up, you know, play the games, but also, you know, you recruit um, youth. You, you you get to do that. You know, you you try to bring in uh, good players. But then what you do is you want to – what I try to do is promote myself and, like, get promoted to the next division. And, obviously, you build your way up to the Premier League, which is arguably the best league to be in in the world is the Premier League. And um, so you just – you try to build up your, your team and try to make it there. And – that's one of my favorite things to do in the in those kind of games. I like the career mode. So yeah, well, FIFA you know, is my number one. But all right, man, that's it, man. We went through our top five. Top five. Uh, it it was fun, man. Uh, I always like having you on because you know we're good friends, and and it's not just a podcast. We actually get time to just chill and talk about games and. And stuff we you know enjoy about video games and stuff. So yeah. I do appreciate you for coming on. And anytime, uh, we'll have to do uh, some future shows. I don't know of what, but we'll we'll think of some topics and uh, we'll definitely do some more. So, all right, thank you for being on, man. No problem. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Primetime Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Primetime Podcast on Google Podcasts, Google Play Music and Podbean. Also, you can check me out on YouTube at Primetime21stGaming. You can subscribe over there for gameplay reviews, and the Primetime Podcast is over there as well. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next podcast.